as a prologue, I want to start by saying that this is a book I had written when all the shutdowns were happening in that horrible year of 2020. I will read this book myself as a podcast. I am not a professional by any stretch of the imagination, but I will read it as best I can. Where did it all begin? The rains continued for days on end. The dark skies led to many days inside the home where she lived. As with most kids that lived in this neighborhood, she kept herself busy with schoolwork, computer games, Facebook updates, etc. And then when the weather was much nicer, she would spend time outdoors at the local neighborhood basketball courts. But with these relentless, steady rains, more time had to be indoors. The doorbell rang. Who could that be at this hour, she said, getting up from the couch. Her folks were in the dining room finishing off dinner. She opened the door. What are you doing here with this storm going on? Are you crazy? There stood her friend Ava, who was in the same class as her. Both were in their junior year in Holmes High School. Ava said, This is a perfect night to go stay the night at that old house at the end of Willow Road. Let's go see if it is really as haunted as a legend has it. Just tell your folks that you will be coming over to my place to study and stay the night. They already know we were planning a stayover a long time ago. But Cecilia said, I don't think this is a good night to even be going outside, and I can't believe you walked over here with all the lightning and thunder and pouring rain going on. Why not just stay here for the night? Call your parents. I'm sure they would be fine with it now that you are already here. So you are afraid, aren't you? Ava asked. Cecilia looked at her quite perplexed. Ava continued, Don't you remember we were all talking about the Willow Road house at school last week? And you said you didn't really think it was a good idea to even go anywhere close to that place. And then we all dared you to go there alone and spend a night on the next night there was a big thunderstorm. And then you said you could and would do it. Well, there is a super bad storm happening outside right now that will last for a few more nights. So how about it? Are you going to prove us wrong? Are you up to that dare or are you a coward? I'm not a coward. I'm not afraid to go there. Why don't you come along with me then? Unless you're afraid too. Well, that brought the conversation to a sudden halt. Okay, let's go together then, Ava said. Tell your parents that you are going to go over to my house for the night. My folks think I'll be staying here tonight. This will be the perfect time. The dare is taken. I'm going to go over to Ava's house to work on that algebra homework with her tonight, Cecilia said to her parents. And although her parents tried to tell both her and Ava to just stay put, they had no success with that suggestion. After all, it was the weekend, and a three-day weekend at that. I'll be back on Monday afternoon, I promise, Cecilia said. And with that said, she grabbed her backpack with her school books in it, her phone, and an umbrella and a flashlight that she had gotten from the kitchen drawer. The rain was coming down much harder now, and it seemed that the lightning was putting on a spectacular show. The winds were picking up too, creating an unsettling feeling in Cecilia's mind. She didn't want to look like the coward the kids had accused her of being. 
She wanted to prove them all wrong. The two girls left the warmth of the house, dumped the backpack in the garage, and started the long walk that would take them to the willow road that wound through those ominous trees, trees that were waiting, or so it seemed, on this stormy night. I'm not sure about this. I don't care about your bet anymore, Cecilia said, but this went unheard because of the winds that were picking up. I hate these trees. It feels like they have thorns on their branches, Ava hollered over the winds. Maybe that's them trying to stop us from going further, thought Cecilia. Look, we're almost to the house, Ava said. Finally reaching the old wooden porch, they folded their umbrellas and left them leaning against the front door. Since this house had been abandoned over the past 96 years, the door no longer locked, so a turn of the knob led them into the main entranceway. The light from their flashlights showed old furniture that was covered in dust and spider webs. The winds blowing fiercely outside were blowing down the old chimney chute and the fireplace that was in the large living room area. Cecilia hated being here. She felt like she was intruding in someone's life, someone's space. She felt as if eyes were watching. Did Ava feel it too? Cecilia wondered. This place is so old. The floors are creaking. I really don't like being here, Cecilia mumbled. Look at that old staircase. Oh, I don't care what the other kids think of me, whether I'm a coward or not. Let's just get out of here. But now Cecilia found that she was just talking to the house. She couldn't see where Ava had gone. Come on, Ava, this isn't funny anymore. Where did you go? Where are you? She heard a noise coming from the top of the old staircase. I'll pay you back for this, she thought as she reluctantly made her way up the stairs. What a long winding staircase with 18 steps. She finally reached the top and was now standing on the landing. She used her flashlight shining it around the area. There were two rooms at the top, one on either side of the long hallway that made up the second floor. She could see more rooms further down the hall. Oh, come on, Ava, where are you? She hollered out. How many rooms do you think are on this floor? Which one are you in? She yelled out. But there was no reply. She could hear the wind howling through the broken windows in the first room she had gone into. Panic started to set in. Something was here. Something was watching her. She ran from this room and down the hallway, hollering out for Ava. Where are you going? The wind seemed to call to her. Your friend is not here. Down the hall. Ava was lost, lost somewhere in the darkness of the house. She had a flashlight, but the light was going dim on those apparently old batteries. I'm twisted up here. I can't find the stairway, she cried out. Nothing but darkness was closing in. She took a few more steps. Suddenly, she was falling. It felt like forever to her. What happened? Oh my God, where am I? Now she was in total darkness. Her flashlight was lost in the fall. My phone, I can use my phone for some light, she frantically thought. She pulled it out of her pocket, only to find that that too had a very little charge left. Despite the low charge, she put her phone in a flashlight mode. Cecilia, help, she screamed at the top of her lungs. I don't know where I am. It's pitch black here. My light just went out on my phone. 
Once again, her screams were drowned out by those howling winds that could be heard throughout the house. Ava was so disoriented now. She was heading towards the door. Or was she? She was being picked up by the winds and thrown like a rag doll. But where was she being thrown? She no longer felt the floor beneath her feet. The winds were in control. She could randomly scream, scream out, but again, why? Could anyone hear her? Why did I insist that she come here? Please get me out of this house, she cried to herself, and to think that no one even knew she and Cecilia were here. What Time Erased Time has a way of letting some things be forgotten over the span of these 96 years that the Willow Road house was last inhabited. The legend held that this house was haunted by the ghost of its owner those many years ago. However, the one thing that got lost over the years was that only on stormy nights would tragedy occur for anyone entering. Those who did so never returned. Throughout those 96 years, kids and adults would randomly go throughout the house during day and evening hours when the weather was fair to see if they would encounter a ghost or hear such things as doors slamming, knocking on walls, etc. Sometimes they did hear things, and other times nothing at all. This younger generation never heard of these missing persons. Hence the bets and dares were made. People moved in and out of the neighborhood over the years, and as with all things, time erased memories and knowledge of events that happened. It was just an unfortunate event that the dare to Cecilia was made on a turbulent, windy night. So now, here stood Cecilia, totally unaware of this missing piece of the legend. She did not hear the screams and cries from Ava. All she heard were the winds and thunder that seemed to engulf the house. She was terrified. She was determined to find Ava so they could get out of this house together. Your friend is gone, the winds shouted in their ferocity. Once again, a sinking feeling came to Cecilia. It made her even more resolved to find her friend. With her mind set to this, she proceeded down the hallway, entering the rooms that were located on each side. Her flashlight that she hastily picked up from the kitchen drawer still had a bright light to it. I can't believe there is still so much furniture here. As old as this house is, you'd think this all would have been lost years ago, she mumbled to herself as she searched for her friend. She looked in the five of the six rooms that made up this floor. One more to go, she thought to herself. Come on, Ava, where are you? She shouted as she entered the sixth room. I've been waiting for you she heard from the corner of the room. Fear raced through her. A spirit? A ghost? You are quite brave to have made it this far, young lady. It seemed to come from a dim glow in the corner of the room. The ghostly voice continued. The winds talked to me. They told me of your apprehension to come here. The trees told me of your fear, of your desire to turn around and go home. They told me of your reluctance to enter but also of your commitment to find your friend. Your friend, on the other hand, remained obstinate. She made light of what happened here. She has paid the price. She will forever be here. You, however, are free to go, but never return. What do you mean she will be forever here? 
Cecilia shrieked. What have you done with her? She is with the others who came marauding here many years ago with the same uncaring, callous attitude towards me and my house. No one has ever nor will ever find them. What you didn't know was that one tumultuous stormy night many years ago, I was murdered here in my own home. The skies rumbled with thunder, the skies lit up with streaks of lightning, and the winds bent the tree limbs on my trees. The murder angered them. The storm saw the tragedy that struck me. It saw my demise, and from that time forward they relive that night whenever storms occur. And in the event of some daredevil who wants to come taunt them and their memories, they take their revenge for my death. Hence your friend has paid the price, and as I told you, you are spared. Your reluctance to come here is what redeemed you. Now leave, never return. Your friend was taken by the winds. Now go. The Search Cecilia was so shaken, she ran faster than she ever ran in her whole life. Sheer fear gripped her as she ran outside the house and down that long road where the trees were being blown fiercely in the winds. The words echoed in her mind, you will never see your friend again. She finally reached her home and ran to her mother and father, telling them of all that had happened. They looked at her with disbelief. What do you mean Ava is gone? She's in that house somewhere. How could the winds have taken her? I have no idea. I'm just telling you what I heard, she cried. Ava's family was called. The police were called. Reality was setting in. Within the hour, Cecilia, along with her parents and Ava's parents, made their way to the Willow Road house. They saw the flashing lights of the police cars. They saw the police tape around the front of the house. People from the neighborhood, after hearing what happened, volunteered their services to help look for Ava. Man with large, bright floodlights from the police and flashlights of the locals, the search was on. Cecilia refused to go into the house. She waited outside in a pouring rain with her mother. The hours ticked by slowly all night long. It seemed there was no break in the storm. Don't worry, they will find her, Cecilia's mother said, every so often trying to reassure her. But Cecilia knew better. She believed what she had heard hours earlier when she was in the room with the ghost of the owner of this very old house. The hours passed by and now the sun was on the horizon. A new day was beginning. The rains finally abated. She finally saw people coming out of the house. Dread filled her. No one was shouting, we found her. Instead, the chief of police came out to inform everyone that even though there was an extensive search, they could not find her. They said there had to be an explanation. They, can, they think there was most certainly foul play involved. You will never find her, is all that kept playing in Cecilia's head. She asked the chief if she could tell everyone there what she knew, what she heard. He gave her the okay, and so the legend was renewed. It was updated with the emphasis on stay out, especially on stormy nights. To this day, Ava has never been found. On nights when the storms pass through, when the lightning streaks in the skies and the winds howl their mournful sounds, that is when Cecilia swears she can hear her friend beckoning her to come to the old house 
at the end of the Willow Road to come and join her. Stay tuned and watch for the final book entitled The Return to the House on Willow Road. Thank you.